Just because, because I want to talk about this story, and I, I can't be serious if I have, you know, if I'm looking at an eight foot purple bong. No, I can't either. I can't either. No, because there was actually a death of a of a worker at, at a cannabis facility, and that's the first one I've ever heard of. And I've heard of a lot of a lot of stuff, and I've never heard of this before. She apparently died from uh, inhalation of keef, not an overdose of keef, but an inhalation and uh, uh, like suffocation from keef. Is, is that right, Mike? That's correct. And and um, this is something that we predicted. This is something that uh, if you listen back to our shows, we and it wasn't us. It was all of the employees that we've been speaking to in these big cannabis firms for like the last five years. They've been telling us about CP, C, COPD that they get. These are young people, early to mid-20s. Lorna was 27 years old. Never had asthma until she started working at True Leaf. Oh. This wasn't the first time she collapsed and was taken. But from what I'm hearing, I wanna, I'm going to you know, look further into this. But my source tells me that this was the second ambulance ride that she took due to asthma from this place. And this is like standard at these places. You know, we, we talked to the employees and we've been saying this for years now and, and no one paid attention. No one was, no one cared. The media didn't care. The politicians didn't care. And I am so pissed because now I'm talking to someone's stepdad, someone that I would, would have loved to have known. And now I know her stepdad, you know, and uh, it, it just, it just, this has got to stop. It's got to change. We Big cannabis indoors is a big risk. They talk about all the safety rules for plastic and childproof packages and all the stuff that doesn't matter. What matters is protecting workers at these places and they don't give a shit. So I'd say right now, my feeling is like pull Truly's license. They need to be suspended immediately. Uh, they need to prove that they should be even qualified to open a backup in Massachusetts. That's the way I feel. I want to see the Cannabis Control Commission shut them down. I, I think a lot of people want that. Um, and I suggest that people call the Cannabis Control Commission, call your elect, elected officials and, and ask them to do something. And, and not just for this one-off, this one case, because this is happening everywhere. People are being subjected to, to the worst conditions without protection, without management that gives a shit, with union-busting companies. You know, Lorna had complained that we've had so many statements now from the employees who were there. That's what I didn't have 10, day, 10 days ago when we first broke this. That's why I wasn't sure how much culpability True Leaf has in this. True Leaf, I want them shut down at this point from what all that I know. And I'm pissed. I'm, I'm pissed at the Boston Globe. I'm pissed at the Cannabis Control Commission. They didn't do anything. They, they had this, this whole thing going back to New England Treatment Access. They had it there. We proved it over and over and over again. And none of them did shit about it. So yeah, I'm pissed. I, I am pissed. I really am. And uh, some people are saying, oh, you're getting too nasty against the globe or whatever. But they had the opportunity and they didn't do anything. And they still have it. They haven't even... Benzinga has put out two stories. One of them really good quality. Boston Globe still hasn't covered it. They haven't even they haven't even sent out a freaking tweet. Why? Ah. Why do you think? That's tough for me to say because I don't know. I'm gonna speculate. I'm gonna speculate and say that it's because they don't give a shit about patients. I'm gonna say they're Chardonnay drinkers. I'm gonna say some of it is probably a personal beef with me, even. 
which, you know, people are saying I'm getting too personal at the globe. It's like, you know, I don't give a shit about the globe. I would forgive them in a second if they actually focused on patients and employees. If they did their job, I don't care. It's not personal for me. This is about actions. And the Cannabis Control Commission puts out this thing, this statement saying that they they take it, you know, huge responsibility and they concern and they care about their the employees working at these places. That's that's a lie. Actions. They 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 had a mold outbreak at this other place that still has mold. We're talking to employees, holistic industries. They know there's mold there. The Cannabis Control Commission comes in. I think I was on your show talking about this. Yes, I remember. The Cannabis Control Commission comes in and does a virtual inspection because it's too dangerous to go in there. They don't want to send their cannabis control inspectors in there because it's too dangerous to inspect. But guess what? It's not too dangerous for the $15 an hour worker that, that works there with little protection, little education, little information. You are listening to the award-winning The Young Jerks with Mike Crawford. Because they haven't even been informed of the dangers that they're facing on this job workplace. So we need a lot of change. And I'm sick of the Cannabis Control Commission. This is on you. You have blood on your hands. Actions speak louder than words. I, I'm pissed. I'm really, I'm not going to take it anymore. This is a war. You know, up until the 60s and 70s, firefighters didn't have respirators. They used to go into a, fi- a fight, a firefight, with uh, a basically a towel over their face, a wet towel over their face. And that's how they would fight fires. And eventually the uh, industry evolved to where they have, you know, huge uh, tanks now. They have uh, respirators. They have helmets. And I think the cannabis industry really needs to, to take a look at this and uh, and figure out. I, I didn't know she had asthma from this job. She cut asthma from this job. That's shocking to me. That's shocking. Not to me. It's I not shocking her. to me. Ed. They killed her. They you know, killed I, I've, her. I spoke to over a, a 20 or 30 employees at New England Treatment Access. They said that this is common. Oh. That basically every time someone new comes into the cultivation room or the trim room, that they have to school them. They have to say, you know, you might want to try sticking up paper towels up your nose. You might want to uh, uh, get on these asthma medications over the counter. They're all on them. You might want to go to a doctor. Like the, they're all on them. What? Yeah, I am shocked. This, uh, this is, is shocking. Uh, and Mike, you've talked to a lot of the workers. You talked to the family. Like, what kind of stories are you hearing? I'm hearing the worst stuff. Like, I'm hearing that the supervisor that that night she had an issue and she wasn't being able to breathe right and and he wouldn't he wouldn't give up on it you know she went back in and she died she collapsed what the hell is a virtual inspection a virtual inspection exactly what is what the hell is that what is that what is that that's not giving a shit about the people who have to go in there and risk their lives while you're you're have a state pension and you're too afraid to go in there but then you say it's okay that they can that everyone else you're supposed to protect workers this is like i i feel like it's criminal you negligence at this yeah, point, I don't, I don't, control commission i want to like i want to see people in jail 
Well, like, it's really it's negligent to use the to. Yeah, no, it's negligent to uh, investigation, virtual in- inspection. Whatever, that's that's negligent in itself. Just to call that an inspection. How's that an inspection? It's it's just you're communicating virtually. It's communications. You're not. No, they took a camera and they said, "Show us the mold." Oh, we don't see any mold on camera. So they did. They took a camera and they, and they did it like on a Zoom or something. I mean, this is that's ridiculous. And you ask the employees; they they tell you like. These investigators are faking it. And they go in, they don't give a shit. They're not actually doing an investigation. They're just trying to check a box. Yeah, well, that's what it sounds like. <laughs> it's been cover-up mode. It's been cover-up, cover-up, cover-up in the media and big Boston media. And this is what this story drives home. The story broke in Worcester. The story broke in Springfield. The story broke nationally. Boston media still hasn't covered it. I mean, this is like, are you shitting me? They don't care. There's probably money involved. I wonder. I mean, you would think there'd be an incentive to not to not be reporting on that. I mean, there's there's got to be a reason why. Yeah, the media controls a lot of stuff. So that's scary in itself. They yeah. I just think they've picked a lot of the wrong people to listen to for years, and those people now are just silent because they have. What, what are they going to say? They they ignored this story for four or five years. Yeah, they did. How how are they on cannabis uh, issues of the the globe? Uh, well, they were reefer mad for years. Reefer madness, right? Pretty much, and then when it got legalized, and we were actually breaking out enormously at that time with Dick Boston and our writing. And uh, Dick Boston started a newsletter. All of a sudden, they were going pro-cannabis, and they hired a new young guy to create, what, a newsletter. It just, and they did some decent coverage for a little while on certain topics, but there's certain things they wouldn't touch. And if you look at recently, they've actually seemed like they're scaling back. There seems like there's a lot of financial problems. Maybe that's the reason why. There's also the main reporter was supposedly on vacation for the last couple of weeks. Or maybe they what? don't want to find all the mold. I mean, what are they like? Yeah, go to that plant there, the one on the bottom left, and zoom in on that one. Because you're not inspecting anything. How are you actually looking at all of the harvest? How are you? How? That's ridiculous. Maybe they don't give a shit about workers, really. You know, I mean, a lot of times when I say Chardonnay drinkers, we're talking about a certain demographic that they don't give a shit about workers, right? I mean, they're owners, they own shit. And a lot of the people that they hire are of those Ivy League folks and they've never struggled at a real job, right? They're 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 working jobs that are fun. They're not risking their lives for $15 an hour. I don't know. I, I'm speculating now. But I, I mean something's gotta change. And I, I want to put it out there, anyone listening to that's an employee at one of these places, contact us. We're, we're on this. We're, we're for you. We have resources. We have connections at The Young Jerks. We'll protect your identity. Hit us up on Twitter, Facebook. You can also email me, mjcboston1 at yahoo.com. And you can also call me. I'll even give you my phone number right now, 978-502-4080. Call me. Hit me up. Be I want to hear from you. Be dialing, people. I'm your representative. Like I, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna fight for you to the end. This needs to change for the employees. This is not right. This, this, this doesn't like, like you said, Ed. That was such a good lefty about firefighters. 
My friend actually, a guy I went to college with, he was a firefighter in Boston. He died tragically in a fire a few years ago. Uh, you know, that's a really risky profession. Uh, they wouldn't tell a firefighter that was coming down with smoke inhalation or not feeling good to go back in. You know? Right. right. Like, why are we doing that to our cannabis workers who are getting less pay than a firefighter? $15 like, an hour, like you said. Yeah, with no pension. Get back, get back in there. Yeah, get back in there. And it's like, you know, f- firefighters should be protected. They weren't for years. Thank God they have better protection. I still don't think they have enough, honestly. From what I've read about, you know, their cancer risks and their you know, cleanup process for their equipment. It's a dangerous profession, firefighters. But people recognize that. I don't think most people recognize that growing cannabis large scale. And I'm not talking small. This is what I'm afraid of. I'm afraid that this story is going to harm the smaller growers who always get the short end of the stick. The Cannabis Control Commission loves to go after them and bust their balls because they have no money. They don't they don't have any power. Go back at the Cannabis Control Commission seems to be afraid of the big players. And that's why the big players get away with so much crap. So this this is needs to be a crackdown on the larger players. And we can tell, you know, we're we're, we're about to put out a story basically one of the moldiest places in Massachusetts. Where, where is this stuff happening? Because we have documentation. We're going to put out a story and name like, you know, the top 10. And those are the places the Cannabis Control Commission should be knocking on the door of every single day now because we don't want an, another death. We don't want another Lorna. A mold map, so to speak. Yeah. Yeah. Has the UFCW tried to get in there and unionize that place? Uh, I've talked to two different reps. It's, it's like um, two different locals are covering the, the territory, let's say, where True Leave is. And one rep was just on the show the other night, and he said he, he he's open, he wants to do it, but no one's contacted them. Uh, the other rep, you know, working on some of the other territory, True Leave, you know, is basically, I know... You know, he's having, I think, some success. I don't I don't want to speak on where they are in the process, but I think, you know, I, I know that he's working on it and I know they're both interested. So, you know, I, I think they're having more luck this week than they were three, you know, three weeks to a month ago. So yeah. I, I, I would not be surprised if we hear news that they're union. I wouldn't be surprised if we hear news, number one, that they got shut down. And I would be surprised to hear that they're about to be unionized. You know, either one of those announcements. I don't know if either one of those is going to come true, but I would be surprised by it. Hmm. Now, is this an issue that can happen in other places? It seems like this could be. Uh, yes, th- this could happen. It's happening right now. There are people being happening. poisoned at these places without protection, without being notified. And I'm hoping that's changing. Like from what I'm hearing this week. A lot of meetings are being held this week at these places, both with the with the uh, you know commissioner, you know the cannabis control commission, as well as just the, the businesses themselves saying, "Holy shit, we do have a problem." So, yeah, I think it can happen, and I think the places it's going to happen in are the large ones that are that have financed with huge debt. They can't afford to treat their employees well, so they don't. They don't give a shit about them. I think those are the places you're going to see the problems. And I think that it, it matters if the employer gives a shit. That's that's what this comes down to. Do you actually give a shit? And I'm not talking about what you put out to the world and, and the words. I'm talking about the actions. 
I would not be surprised to see another one. Uh, and I, I wouldn't be surprised to hear more lawsuits. Like, like one, you know, one of my friends is a cultivator, a small legal cultivator. And he brought up, Mike, I, I, I've been telling you, there's going to be a, a syndrome that people are going to be well-known, going to know about in a few years. And it's called the green lung. And it's the folks that worked at these places, finding out five, 10 years later, they have COPD. They have all these chronic lung conditions from working at these indoor places. So, you know, maybe Lorna will be the only one that dies immediately like this from it. But there will be other people who are going to be, you know, permanently damaged from it. No doubt. There already are. Damn. Yeah. They're being damaged right now as we speak. Yeah. For like $15 an hour. Wow. You know? I think the UFC uh, W needs to make a put out a notice to all their workers. I think they're on it this week too. I, I'm pretty. I mean, I've seen some statements that they're working on. I know. Uh, yeah, I, I think they're all over this. I, I know in Massachusetts, anyways. I, I don't know what you guys are doing in New Jersey, but you, you should definitely talk to your local UFC chat, UFC W chapters, no matter where you are right now on this, because yeah. Yeah, not to generalize, but most people at fifteen dollars an hour are are they're used to getting treated poorly, so it's common practice. So they usually don't say nothing. They don't really stick up for themselves. They're used to. But I didn't know that you needed a respirator to work around this stuff. I, mean, I didn't I know. know. That's why I'm saying I am. Shocked. I was igno- I'm ignorant. I'm, I'm, I'm ignorant. super I'm, ignorant to this. No problem admitting that. That's, I didn't realize I, that this was a concern to this. To it's this a degree. thing, and it needs to be dealt with immediately. I mean, immediately. Like this is not something you wait. Oh, and you gotta wait. No, no, no. You deal with this right now. People, somebody just died. Yeah, he's here. Re- like, react whoa. in response time. I didn't realize that you need you need a respirator working with that kind of level of keef and powder and stuff. Yeah. Wow. And she wasn't getting it. Like, you know, her father, stepdad called into the show. I don't know if you heard that. Did you hear that clip, Lefty and Bonholio? Not yet. Did you hear it? No, I haven't. He called in and uh, I called in a couple times, but one time, the first time, he said that uh, he's a welder. She was asking him a few weeks before for the respirators from his workplace. Oh. Because they weren't providing them to her. So she knew. She knew that's what she needed. Wow. Wow. They say, and and True Leaf says the PPE was there. Now I see why you're so pissed. I mean, it's wow. just, just there's, it's really sad. Everything was there. It's sad, man. It's like ignoring and, the memo stuff. Oh, yeah. And let's talk about CPR. Now, if you work in an industrial type location like this, we're having these high risk and people are passing out and there's explosions. One of the places that I talked about holistic industries, they also had an explosion recently. This is another thing that's going on in Pennsylvania. There was huge explosions. I hear too. It's it's a, there's many risks at these places. Now was, did, was that reported? Was that heavily reported on or the explosion like- was, yeah, the explosion yeah. was in mass live. They've done some great reporting, Mass Live and Commonwealth Magazine. They're like the one kind of Boston media that kind of covered this story this week. Yeah. You know, so I'm not going to say there's nobody, but yeah, Mass yeah. Live is like a Worcester paper and they definitely covered that explosion. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, you know, they got a CPR. 
like if the, nobody apparently did CPR on her. She passed out. She was unconscious. No one tried CPR. I at all these cultivation and manufacturing sites that they should have free paid CPR courses. You, you take an hour off of work and you go to class. You learn CPR so that you could save your coworker if they ever collapse. Yeah. Well, I, I used to work at a camp council. I was a camp counselor and they offered that as free training just at a camp. Right. We should do the same at these dispensaries. Yeah. No, yeah. You know, like these are common sense solutions that the uh, cannabis control. They ask for all sorts of crazy stuff, but nothing to protect the the workers. How much does a respirator cost? I have no idea. How much? What do you think? Let's look it up. What kind of respirator would you need for that? I don't even know. I, I don't no know. Idea. You know, and I don't know all the PPP, you know, PPE that they use or we're using. I don't know all the details. I'm just going back what's been repeated to me. Right. But again, I, I, I just know that there are a real risk at these places. And, there's, and the stories are always the same. I think you guys thought, you know, you guys just mentioned it. Like who these workers are. They're people that are used to being abused. There are people who are used to, to doing things that they don't want to do. Right. And so they're going to go along. And in these workplaces, they are highly abused, both psychologically, gaslighting. There's all sorts of stuff that happens. And it's over and over again, we hear about the same stories about, about what the management does to folks. You know, and protection is the last thing that is thought of. You know, it's like you're, you're complaining too much. You're asking for too much. That's the mindset. The mindset is we have our company has so much debt. We have to sell so much weed and we have to make you keep working, 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 working and pay you shit. There's protection, financial protection. They don't give a damn about the workers. Worker comes last. Yeah. yeah. Even after the customer who's getting gouged. Ah, oh, God, when you put it like that. Yeah, it's, what geez. a mess. Well, we could do so much better. Look at Bain, you know? And this is a lesson for everybody, especially the politicians. Like, smaller is better. Better for the economy. It's better for jobs. It's better for social equity. It's better for our health, both the consumer and the patient. Cannabis is not awesome, large-scale indoor. Just not, especially when you have huge debt. That makes a lot of sense. I mean, I'm sure it could be done large scale indoor, but you really got to give a shit. It's, you know, it's hard. You got to focus, you know, and these places are not focused. They're, they're, they're shit shows. They're a joke. We know they are. I mean, we all know they're a joke, right? Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes make it easy for the big boys to come in. Like uh, my own charges fifty thousand dollars, fifty grand. South River charges nothing. South River charges zero. Zero, yeah, zero. So what's the, what's the disconnect here? What am I missing? Fifty G's they want in Bayonne. <laughs> fifty G's is what I'm missing. Yeah, probably so some funny. campaign contributions. Oh, that too. Yeah. That 